It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back. Trots Life Wednesday edition. Freddie Tabor joins us. Freddie, how are you, mate? Whereabouts are you today? Good, thank you, mate. Just at the stables, actually. You're working away. Very good. Now, I've got three aspects I probably want to go down with you, but I'm going to kick off with Sarah Tarsloy, race six, number one at Cranbourne, Saturday night. And you've only had this filly for a short time. I suppose came at the same time as Promised Land, but I think she's just been incredibly unlucky throughout her career, mate. We might just see the best of her Saturday night. I've had her for a few months now. She's for... What's good people? Um, yeah, Philly, and I, I think she's not. You're just breaking up a little bit, mate. Take maybe a step to the left or the right or the back or the front or whatever, and just go again. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Um, yeah, no. Look, I've had her for Sloys for a few months now. They're giving me the opportunity of her and Promised Land, so. They're good fellas, good people. So, yeah, no, she's a nice enough filly, and I think she'll run a great race on Saturday night. Gate, gate speed? We haven't really seen her with a lot of opportunities to use some gate speed, but I just feel it's there if you want it. Yeah, I think I think you can hold her own. Yeah. I think it's a little bit unknown, um, but it doesn't look like an awfully fast line. So, um, look, I think she can hold her own, and, you know, you, it's... Over the short course, in mile around Cranbourne, you want to be in front mm. of you on later at worst, you know. So, yeah, I think she's um, in with a great chance. She was bolting Saturday night. She she didn't really ever get a crack at them the whole way round, and she no doubt she'll have improved out of that first up run. Yeah, for sure. It was, it, we'll take them to the trials, and I thought, you know what, there's no better opportunity for her in the, um, in the chalice. And, yeah, she ran a great race and through this trial, and, yeah, topped her off nicely Saturday night, I think. And Promised Land has sort of the opposite in the same race in a way. Gate seven's really tricky, but she's been a really good filly. She won the pink bonnet as a as a two year old and run placings in two two year old and three year old APG finals where barrier draws just weren't on her side and was really solid through the two and three year old New South Wales Breeders uh, Challenges. Yeah, she's a lovely filly. Um... Being a better's delight filly, they clearly get better with age, and mm. I think that's something that this filly's done. Um, you know, she's. I think she's a filly going forward would make better races than this. Yep. Um, you know, she's got brilliant gait speed and she's quite versatile. So, I think she's. Um, yeah, it'll be quite good. Hopefully, good telling preparation for her this one. So Sarah Tarsloy had virtually a trial last week. I assume they've just come along together, have they? And Promised Land, did she trial somewhere? I didn't look that up. She, she yeah, she trialled actually yesterday. Oh, I yeah? trialled her at Melton um, in the first trial, and she was quite terrific, actually. She um, she probably broke 56 and a half getting home, so over the longer trip. So I think that would have topped her off nicely for her first up assignment. If you were driving, which one would you drive in the, of the two in the race? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, look, it's, you know, as you know, Barry Draws can get the best of them beat. Um, I, I think Promised Land's a nicer horse. I certainly do. Yeah. 
Um, the other fillies got a lot of upside still about her, but um, yeah, if you made me pick, I'd say Promised Land, but on Barry Draws, I think the other filly will, will acquit herself very well. I, I was just saying uh, in the in the preview to the show, basically, that uh, I got off a plane last week or a couple of weeks ago in Hobart and there was Mick Doldoff and he was going fishing. So uh, you didn't end up down in Tassie fishing with him a couple of weeks back? No, no, no. We, uh, no, not with Mick. He's, uh, he's a good man, Mick. And he was a wonderful trainer in his own right, that's for sure. Um, yeah. No, nah, but um, no, nah, not, I'm not into the fishing game, Toby. <laughs> Very good. Neither am I, actually. So I was going to the trots. I wanted to get the birdie cup. Uh <laughs> Tell us, mate, about Nathan Street. I'm, I'm a big fan of this horse, and you went to New Zealand and won a race called the Great Northern Derby. You haven't circled that in the book, have you at all? I think, I think um, we're we're just tuning him up. He'll, he'll have his final. He's at his final head out today at home. Yeah. Um, he'll he'll head up to the Mangle Barn this week or Friday, I'd say. And uh, he'll we'll we'll definitely take on the New South Wales Derby first, as long as all is well with the horse. And um, if he if he um, competes well in the Derby and up to our expectations, then I think I think New Zealand Derby is well on the radar. I thought you might say that actually, because you had a horse once called Sushi Sushi who ran and, and uh, Georgia like here in this. He ran third in the two-year-old Breeders' Challenge, Sushi Sushi, and second. In the Breeders' Crown now, well, uh, Nathan Street won the two-year-old Breeders' Challenge, as it's well known, and uh, he just galloped out, unfortunately, in that Breeders' Crown. But where where would he line up, Nathan Street, alongside Sushi Sushi? It's a terrible question to ask, isn't it? No, oh, look, you know, I don't <laughs> like comparing. You know, I, I think this horse here, Nathan Street's a real exciting, smart three-year-old in his own right, and... Um, we're not going to go to champion status just quite yet, but yeah. Sushi was a champion, and he and he proved it. Um, this horse still got big shoes to fill, but uh, ability and working wise, look, I, I, you know, there's no no doubt, or there's no reason why this horse can't sort of live up to expectations. And um, for the likes of Sushi, but you know, taking up away from Sushi was an out, is just an out and out champion. So this horse got still big shoes to fill, and um, hopefully we can prove that this year with him. When Sushi Sushi won that Great Northern Derby, if there had been a million-dollar slot race 20 days later and you knew you were going to draw the pole, would you have considered putting him in it? I wouldn't have thought twice. <laughs> he certainly would have been, for sure. <laughs> well, I'll let people... You know, sushi was just a complete racehorse, you know. He just yeah. didn't know how to make a mistake. He was just... You know, this horse is still quite raw and learning and um, he's got a little bit of craft about him and he's just... We, you know, we've got to keep just keep him under wraps and look after him because he's he hasn't quite got the manners of sushi, which, as you would know, manners takes a long way. Yeah, it does, mate. But uh, what we can surmise from that, if if all goes well in the New South Wales Derby and all went well in the Great Northern Derby, and someone uh, someone spoke to you about going in the slot race, it's certainly not off the table with a horse like Nathan Street, which sounds far fetched, but he's got the ability. But as you say, the racecraft. Well, we'll see what it's like, I suppose, over the next couple of months. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm quite bullish about this horse, Toby. He's, um, he's a very smart, very, very smart horse um, for, for speed. And, you know, he, the sectionals he can reel off, he's just phenomenal. And he's, he just looks a horse. So, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I've got great high expectations for him, and I think he'll fill those shoes. And George and Nathan, his, his owners, have got so much passion for the game, and they just seem like just wonderful people. Oh, look, when you've got people like that, you know, they're, yeah. you know, they're not owners to me. They're family, and, you know, they've been mm. great friends and supporters of mine. So, you know, to you know, them guys have been in the game for a long time, know a lot about the game. So to be rewarded with a horse like this, I think, um, you know, they certainly deserve it. And, um, you know, like there's never been a day that I haven't needed anything for the horse and they haven't said, yep, no problems. Uh, it's a great relationship we've got. And, you know, this horse could be owned by better people. Yeah, I agree. Uh, mate, best of luck on Saturday night at Cranbourne and then uh, over the next month or so as you head up to New South Wales. We'll be following along for sure uh, from from Victoria. And, yeah, wish you all the best of luck over the over the Saturday night, the months ahead, and maybe even in New Zealand, mate. Thank you, Toby. Look out for the pre-post markets, Toby. Yes, yeah, Sarah <laughs> I can't bet, mate, but, oh, gee, she's going to win Saturday night, I reckon. There <laughs> we go, mate. Thank you. Good on you, Freddie. There's... Freddie Tabor, uh, Sarah Tarsloy, race six, number one, Cranbourne. Hit refresh on the tab. Just check to see if those uh, markets are up yet. I think anything north of $2 is going to be value, and I reckon you might get $5, $6 about her. I just It just looks her race. Is she the best horse in the race? Well, I don't even think Freddie thinks she is, and he's got promised land in the race. And Nathan Street, we're going to go on a journey with Nathan Street. He's SEN Track's own. We had George, uh, no, sorry, we had Nathan on the show maybe nine months ago, eight months ago, six months ago, before the horse, it was before the horse won the New South Wales Breeders' Challenge. I seem to uh, pick the odd horse like that out ahead of time. We did it with Better Eclipse and we did it with Nathan Street. And in all seriousness, people, I've seen the ability of this horse. If he measures up in the New South Wales Derby and then heads over to the Great Northern Derby, he could throw he could throw a spinner in the works in the, the race by Grins and the Knight of Champions because the way that works, it's a million-dollar slot race, but a three-year-old gets preferential barrier draw. And you know, I'd, uh, I believe our, our horses are as getting better as... as at a younger age, if that makes sense. They used to mature when they were five. They now mature, I reckon, when they're four, generally. And to throw a three-year-old in a race like that sounds crazy, but we've seen three-year-olds in Miracle Miles in the 90s. Uh, it's not that crazy. It, it'd be just another race. And no horse has ever scored up behind a mobile and looked over and said, hang on a second, that's a four-year-old and I'm three. I ain't running in this race. That's never happened and never will. And yeah, what a th- what a journey! If Nathan Street goes as Nathan Street goes on this journey, we're coming right along for the ride. Uh, George and Nathan Texera as yeah, wonderful people of the sport, and Freddie, best of luck uh, again with with those horses. Pretty exciting times.